This is a podcast by The Straits Times. Welcome to Green Pulse, a podcast series by The Straits Times, where we analyse the beat of the changing environment, from biodiversity conservation to climate change. In this episode, we look at how the finance sector, including insurers, can set tougher policies that limit or exclude financing and coverage to fossil fuel-linked firms. By focusing on renewable energy and other low-carbon investments, insurers and asset managers can accelerate the green transition. ST's climate editor, David Fogarty, hosts his guest based in Paris, Mr. Thomas Couder, Head of Fixed Income Sustainability for AXA IM. This episode is brought to you by AXA Investment Managers, or in short, AXA IM. So hi, Toma. Welcome to Green Pulse. Hi. Thank you for having me today. Now, money talks in the green transition. So, Toma, can you briefly explain for our listeners what the investment management industry is, what it invests in, and how much money is at its disposal to invest in companies and assets? Sure. The investment industry ecosystem is composed of three major organizational types, asset owner, asset manager, and intermediaries. Asset managers are professionals who invest in different types of securities, including shareholdings, bonds, or other assets such as real estate. They do that on behalf of their clients, the asset owner. Those clients can be institutions, such as insurance companies like AXA, pension funds and corporations, or private investors, According to a recent report from the Boston Consulting Group, global assets under management reached $112 trillion US dollars this year. The three largest asset class in which investment managers invest are fixed income, including sovereign and corporate bonds, equity, and real assets. And so, industry has a vital role to play in the green transition. Investment managers are supporting the real economy by facilitating the allocation of capital. The biggest impact an asset manager can have is to make sure it applies a responsible investment approach, directing finance flows to the development of new products and technology in order to enable the green transition. Now, the investment management sector has faced a lot of pressure to end investments in fossil fuels. So what uh, specific steps are being taken to shift away from dirty energy to drive investments towards green energy? In 2015, the Paris Agreement was signed with the Global Action Point to limit global warming to well below 2 degrees and with the aim to mobilize finance for climate. Since then, the industry developed several initiatives to deliver real-world sustainability outcomes. As an example, the Net Zero Asset Manager Initiative, which AXA-IAM is part, regrouped 291 signatories committed to supporting the goal of net zero greenhouse gas emission by 2050 or sooner. But the world economy is highly dependent on fossil fuels which represent more than 80% of its energy consumption. According to the Network for Greening the Financial System, the shell will have to be reduced to around 30% to reach net zero emission. As such, it's critical to mobilize enough capital and drive investment toward green energy and other climate solutions. Fossil fuels are responsible for an extremely high share of the world carbon emission. The first step is the phasing out of coal. Coal is the most carbon-intensive fuel, AXA and AXA-IM already exclude all coal expansion projects from their investment and are committed to exit totally coal before 2030 for ACD countries. The next step when we do dealt with coal is to engage with the oil and gas industry sector to encourage the integrated oil company to scale up their transition strategies. 
combining a reduction in emission and development of low carbon activities. For responsible investors, engagement and dialogue with companies is crucial to influencing not only the net zero trajectory, but also enabling the just and green transition to a sustainable future. The final step, and this is the best part, is to identify and finance the development and scaling of net zero technology or services. Overall, in order to avert a catastrophic climate disaster, global clean energy investments need four to five trillions annually to be invested in. Yes, so that's, a, that's an enormous amount of money. And it sort of begs the question, is the investment management sector on track to achieve deep emissions cuts across all assets under management, or does it still need to step up action? So in its stated policy scenario, a scenario where no major additional policies are adopted, the IEA estimates that the temperature could rise by 2.5 degrees at the end of the century. So no, David, today we can't say that we are on track to deliver the emission reduction compatible with the objective of the Paris Agreement. The good news is that in latest outlook, the IEA is for the first time forecasting a peak in global demand for each fossil fuels. We already reached the peak in coal use. Demand for natural gas is peaking before the end of the decade, and the rising sales of electrical vehicles means the oil demands level off in the mid-30s. To limit the devastating effect of climate change, all stakeholders should definitely step up their action. But it's important to keep a link between investment portfolio and the real economy. Today, we are witnessing a misalignment between asset managers aiming to cut portfolio emissions by approximately 50% by 2030, and the continuing rise of greenhouse gas emissions worldwide. We are recording this podcast only a few days after the end of the COP27 in Egypt. And unfortunately, again this year, negotiators failed to reach a deal on greater cuts to emissions and did not agree on a phasing out of fossil fuel. Accelerating the transition to net zero requires significant collaboration and shared responsibility between the private and public sector. Success in the delivery of a sustainable economy cannot be achieved by green finance alone. Cooperation between the various stakeholders in the private sector and with government is key. Financial institutions can change the way they allocate capital, but all this capital is actually used to invest in the right climate pro protecting solutions, depend on shots made by corporates in the real economy. A lot of the choices will themselves be dependent on signals from governments. In short, ambition is not enough. To tackle the climate crisis, the entire economy needs to accelerate and deliver quick and bold collective action. Find us on Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or via the Google Voice Assistant and Amazon Alexa-enabled devices. And now, back to David Fogarty's conversation with Thomas Kudem, Head of Fixed Income Sustainability for AXA IM. They discuss how insurers and asset managers can be powerful actors in accelerating the green transition in the climate crisis. This episode is brought to you by AXA IM. Yes, so just on that, in terms of quick and bold action, AXA IM has nearly 900 billion euros in assets under management, so that's a lot of financial firepower. So what portion is invested in green energy assets and green financial instruments, such as green bonds? And how has that changed over time? And also, what is AXA IM's um, exposure to fossil fuel assets? AXA IM green investment falls into three categories. Real assets such as forest, real estate, or infrastructures, impact bonds, and green thematic equities. Our green investment have increased over the past three years to 35 billion euros at the end of 2021, more than doubling over the period. And we are committed to continue to grow this number in the next couple of years. Green bonds form a significant proportion of our green investment, 
making up nearly half of the total asset. We manage more than 16 billion of euro green bonds and sustainable bonds. To make sure that our investment provides a material benefit to the environment, we use a rigorous qualitative framework to select only the most relevant and impactful project. Looking at our exposure to fossil fuel, we were one of the first to implement a restrictive coal investment policy as soon as 2017. Since then, we already strengthened it, increasing the criteria on excluding any company involved in coal expansion. We committed to exit all coal investment before the end of the decade for ACD countries and before 2040 for the rest of the world. To transition away from oil and gas product, credible alternatives have to be invented. Our existing alternatives need to be scaled up. The EIA reckons that almost half of the required technology are still under development. Since 2017, AXIM has implemented an exclusion on all SUNS activities. And in 2022, this year, AXIM reinforced its stance with new exclusion related to unconventional oil and gas, oil sands, shale, fracking, and Arctic drilling. Our exclusion policy defines what we consider unacceptable, as we seek to help to meet global environment challenges. We believe it's your duty to drive climate action and as an investor to influence the net zero trajectory of companies through engagement and open dialogue. Now, this year, 2022, has seen record weather-related events that have shocked the world and an energy crisis that have led to soaring fossil fuel demand and prices. Will these events accelerate the green transition? What's AXA IM's view on this? So you're right. This year, we saw a massive event on the effect of climate change is impacting more and more often the world in every region. Uh, Russian invasion of Ukraine has significantly disrupted the energy market. In the short term, the effect is that it may delay the transition to a low-carbon economy because some companies, some industries, some sectors and regions will have to turn on again some coal plants to replace the gas import from Russia. But overall, in the long term, it may accelerate the transition, and that's the positive side of this event. For example, the European Commission plans to accelerate its already ambitious renewable technology plan. They announced in the first part of the year the Rio Power Energy Plan. And to accompany them, AXA IAM is committed to increase its investment in green energy. We already reached the target of commitment in green investment that we put ourselves for 2025, and we will commit to increase it again in the next couple of years. A lot of sector needs strong investment, both in existing solutions, but also to find and innovate in some sector to replace current uh, fossil fuel usage. Now, as a final question, uh, and of course you referred to this earlier on, that COP27 failed to agree on phasing down of all fossil fuels. So basically the conference ended with a very weak signal on what the world should do with regards to fossil fuels. But do you feel there is stronger action outside the UN process that gives you hope? And does AXA IMC growing investment opportunities in green investments? Yes, unfortunately this year, we saw the same conclusion that in COP26 in Glasgow. Uh, we fail, countries failed to, or negotiators failed to agree on the phasing out of coal or fossil fuel in general. But not everything is lost. As I said in the previous question, I really believe that collaboration is key to tackle climate change. We had some positive news from the COP27 with the, in respect of the blended finance. Blended finance is a tool 
that may combine financement from the public and the private sector. And as I said, finance can't just solve the issue about climate change alone. We will really need all stakeholders to take bold actions to define and change and to, to find the investment needed to finance this transition. For example, um, governments can elaborate new rules or new regulations to help the uh, public to find real green investment and to enable to move all this capital to, to towards the green energy sector, for example. So, Thomas, thank you so much for joining us and thank you very much for your insights. I really appreciate it. Thank you. Well, that's a wrap for Green Pulse, a podcast series by The Straits Times, hosted by David Fogarty. Don't forget to share this podcast episode with your friends and family. If you'd like to read his articles, there are links in the podcast text description below. This episode was brought to you by AXA IM. Thank you for listening. That was a podcast by The Straits Times. Send your feedback to podcast at sph.com.sg. Find us on Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or via the Google Voice Assistant and Amazon Alexa-enabled devices. For more podcasts by The Straits Times, The Business Times, and Money FM 89.3, you can also download the audio by SPH app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O.